All right, guys, welcome back to the Turner Time podcast. It's another soccer episode. I'm back with my friend Alex, and we're here to uh, react and talk about some crazy things that are going on in the world of soccer. Um, But first of all, a crazy, crazy match that just happened in the Champions League. Liverpool versus Atletico Madrid. Liverpool's out. (laughs) Just 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 amazing, man. Yeah, the actual champ- the winner of the Champions League, it's out. Amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw it's the first time in five years that they haven't advanced past the round of 16. Um, it's also the first time in a very long time that they've lost at home. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was, I mean, it looked like they were in control in the first half. Wijnaldum got that goal, and then uh, second half, and then uh, extra time, Llorente came in uh former real madrid guy <laughs> yeah um so what, what was that like for you to see uh to and to see atletico madrid playing so well you know sincerely i don't know how atletico madrid won this match yeah uh the match the match has should have finished uh, like 8-0 for liverpool uh, <laughs> they um uh, just arrived 33 times to the black uh, uh goal it's just amazing. Uh, he just saved the, his team in the first half and the second half in the extra time. And then, when, as you said, with, uh, Marco Llorente entered, but also with a um, big mistake of Adrian Liverpool's goalkeeper in the first goal. Um, with that, they just arrived, had their first goal and that uh, obliged uh, Liverpool to just get out to find their, their third goal. And well, with that, Personally, I thought when, when Atletico scored the, that first goal, I thought that the the match was over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And I, we, the last time we talked, we, we were we were talking. What was that? Almost a month ago now. Yeah. About when the round of sixteen first started, and this matchup seemed like it was very one sided. We we both said Liverpool should win it very easily. Um, yeah. We were talking about how Atletico. They've had kind of a disappointing season a little bit. Um, and I know that uh, uh, Joao Felix started the game. He has not played very well, but even without him playing well, they've been able to find ways to win. So what is it about this team? And do you think, do you think with this same attitude, they can get beyond the round, that round of eight? Can they get into the semifinals? Man, but as we said that the season of Letigo wasn't good. I maintain my, my opinion because in the in the La Liga they're in the fifth position. Yeah. So so it's not a good season. Yeah, it's true that they won two really good matches with against Liverpool, but personally I think that a team such as Let's Go because to win the Champions League is really difficult and only one team can do it. And yeah, there are really good teams this year. Man City, Barcelona, Bayern Munich also played really well. Uh, Atlanta, we'll talk later, but it's amazing how this score goes. Um, so that is really difficult and they should focus on just qualifying to the next year Champions League but like getting to the fourth position because that in, in economic terms will be uh, really important for the club yeah I mean that that's a really good point they, they're moving on to the next round 
but in their current position in La Liga, yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't even qualify for next year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really strange situation for them. Um, are are they? Do you think they'll be able to get into that fourth spot? Is that realistic? I, yeah, I, I feel like it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the long term, they will they will do that. Yeah. For wow! Sure. Wow! Wow! And I, I know towards the end of the match. Um, I was just looking at kind of like the, the body language, the faces of the Liverpool players, and they did, they looked defeated. I mean, they looked like they had just put, like tried so hard, and they just looked frustrated. Like uh, there was that one uh, play where Trent Alexander Arnold kind of shoved. I think it was Morata or somebody else pushed him out uh, out of bounds, and I was like, man, they're just kind of losing it right now. It, it's like it's, it was kind of hard to watch Liverpool, a team who's so good. You know, they're they've been unbelievable in in, in the Premier League. Um, haven't lost at home, and this somehow Atletico like got under their skin. They did something to kind of like get them off their game, uh, and it was just yeah, we haven't seen Liverpool like that in so long. Yeah, well, it's true that since they lost again Atletico the the first leg, they got really bad results. They lost again Watford, I think, in the Premier League. That's they true. lost. They lost against. Um, Chelsea, I think, in the FA Cup, if I don't remember. Yeah. Yep, yep. And they lost today. It's true that the Premier League, they have, they have won it. Um, because they, they, they have a, such a good distance with Man City, like right. 22, 22 points, I think, uh, nowadays. But if not, they, personally, I think that they will be in, in big problems. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like it. Um and then going back to um, yesterday, I mean, Tottenham lost. They're out. So Tottenham and Liverpool, two Premier League teams where, I mean, it looked like the Premier League was just getting better and better yeah. and better in the Champions League. You know, you had Tottenham versus Liverpool last year in the final, and they're both already out this year. So it's like anything can happen. It, it's gotten flipped on its head. You know, any, it's just kind of a crazy situation, which is fitting for the, the world situation that we're in right now um, with, with coronavirus and everything going on. Yeah. We'll oh. talk a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just heard before, um, before we started talking that a Juventus player got, is confirmed that yeah. he has it. Rogani. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's, cr- that's very, very interesting. And it, it seems to me like it's only a matter of time before. Um, you know, if he's made contact with other soccer players, that that could that could spread around uh, European soccer. You know, which, it's, which, which, which is, it's kind of, it's kind of the reason they've they've shut it down, right? Like they've taken yeah. fans out of certain games. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, we'll talk later deeply, also with the NBA that today's match yeah. Warriors Nets is going to play also like without the uh, crowd. Yeah, but it's such a difficult. Um, Topic because we didn't personally. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what, uh, like how important is the virus? How uh, this going to affect this, like the general society, you know, not only the old persons or the young yeah. persons. So, the other measures that our governments are making, yeah, it's true that they are okay because it's better to just uh, made a bigger measure than to later try to. To come back, you know, with something new, but it's maybe too late. So we'll see how this uh, goes the next weeks. And but for example, La Liga, they are going to play 
nowadays um, Wednesday they're going to play the next two weeks without crowd but they are yeah. they are talking to just uh, shut down the league and continue it later yeah which is also something they've talked about with the NBA um, I just saw that they are trying to decide between just like you were saying between taking the fans out of all the games or uh, suspending play and taking a break until a little bit later um so yeah, that's that all is just crazy. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I'm curious to know from your point of view, um, from the European side of things. I know, I know it's the worst in Italy. Yeah. Um, well, here in Spain is getting similar to Italy. When we will be similar, like in, I think in two weeks we will be like Italy because we don't. The doctors don't know how exactly to stop it, so it's just um, in some way is is unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. Just like you said, we're not we're not doctors, right? Yeah. Um, but but we also we also I mean we we see what's going on, see what's yeah. on the news or whatever. Exactly. And I, I think your your school is on break, right? You're yeah. not going to classes right now. Well, I'm having online classes. It's something. It's a way to continue to not just shut down the classes, but to continue with them. So I'm just not uh, arriving to, like going to class to the university, but just at home with. Um, okay. On the online, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they just announced at the uh, school I go to that. We're, so we're actually on uh, we're on spring break right now on vacation, and they announced that it's going to be extended another week. So no more no classes next week either. Um, so yeah, it's it's just crazy to see, um, you know, how they're trying to take these measures, which I, I think I think it's good, right? Yeah. Like, like you were saying, even even if we don't know the full extent of what the virus could do it's better to be safe than sorry you know that's what i've been saying a lot recently um to try and contain it and hope hope that what happens what happens to italy doesn't happen to everywhere else right that you have to shut down the country or that you know nobody's working that the hospitals are completely full um that that's like the worst case scenario so hopefully that doesn't happen um but it's it's just it's crazy it's fascinating how it's affecting sports um and it'll be really really interesting to see like you said the game tonight between the Warriors and the Nets, an NBA game with no fans. And I, I, I know, I'm sure you don't follow college basketball here yeah, very no. much, but they just well, announced well, it's, that it's March they, the, whole, the whole tournament. Yeah, it's March Madness. March Madness. So now with March Madness, I follow it a bit more than during the whole season, but yeah, yeah. not too much. Yeah, so also, also nah, not going to have any fans. Um, so I've, I mean, I've never watched a basketball game with nobody in stands. Well, um, I, obviously, I've played, I've played pickup basketball with nobody there. But it's just a completely different environment, especially with March Madness, because it's the college sport is way more. Um, it's a lot more exciting, a lot more emotional. Um, the, the student sections, they call them, where you know all the yeah. students from the university go, it gets it gets way more loud. It's I mean I'm sure it's kind of similar to European soccer, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's just it'll be really really interesting to see how that affects the game and how it affects the excitement around the game as well. Well, you know, yesterday I was watching, like, to come back to the soccer, to Champions League, I was watching on yeah. TV the Valencia-Atalanta that was uh, without crowd. Well, okay. to the, all the, um, the podcast listeners, like, uh, Atalanta won 3-4 and they just passed to quarterfinals. Uh, and the match, you you know, I had like 10 minutes during the first 10 minutes. I watched it with the journalist, like just uh, talking about mm. the match. Like to take that off and just like hear the the, the sound of the match. And I was mm. hearing all the, the players said. 
And it's a different situation, you know, but in some way, it was curious because you heard how the distractions they had between them. And yeah, yep. personally, obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's just without crowd for me, it's not soccer, it's not basketball in the NBA, it's not sports because the sports, I think that they play for the crowd, you know. Mm. But having the uh, situation, I just said, well, I'm going to try to yeah, get some positive thing from this, you know. And it was curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I've seen some people talk about it on Twitter as well, how we're going to be hearing all the, the interactions yeah. between the players in the NBA. We're going to hear them, you know, um, talking to each other, talking smack or, uh, you know, making fun of each other or whatever it might be. Hear, hear Coach Popovich yelling at the players. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like he always does. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a different environment for yeah. sure. Well, you also talked about the, you know, the English teams from the Premier League. You said that yeah. uh, yesterday Spurs was out, today Liverpool was out. Uh, yeah. Chelsea is not officially out, but I think they were. They lost three, zero, 0 at home. So, <laughs> as if they were. And, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. out. <laughs> and we'll see what happens with Man City against Madrid. But it could be like the last year when Liverpool won the Champions League and uh, Chelsea won the Europa League. They talked about like the Premier League, the best league in the world, you know, the things that. Yeah. And now, well, this year is not the same. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens. But uh, I think that personally, this year that Liverpool is with so much distance from the from the rest has affected because like they not disconnected in the league because they they, they so yeah mm. they cannot win the title. So for example, now Man City they, they play the um, the games, but with what what objective? Because they they are going to be second for sure. Because Leicester is impossible to they they. They achieve them, so they're going to be second. It's impossible to to be first, but I will stay sec- second for sure. Now, yeah. what motivation I have as a player to to, uh, to play this match against Crystal Palace, for example? Mm. It's like you know, so they in some way they disconnect, and this personally I think that it can affect the the players in the Champions League because no, it's, it isn't so easy to, to like, disconnect in the, in the weekend. But then when I have an important match like to have a good motivation and to, you know, to enter the game in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I think it could, it could be, there's there could be a few reasons for, you know, why it changed all of a sudden this year. I think it's possible that Liverpool is just out of gas. They're tired. They've been going nonstop for so long, you know, going from uh, Premier League last year to winning the Champions League to winning Premier League again this year that maybe they just kind of ran out. Um, and I think it's so important that there's like the competition in the league, right, between the different teams. And and like you were saying, Liverpool is so far ahead that they they got comfortable. They they started being more casual about things, uh, and they I think they took it more for granted. And it's looking like um, La, La Liga is 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 the best now, right? I mean, well, you you got Barcelona, Madrid, and now you got Atletico. Well, we- We'll, just, they're looking like great we'll see because we don't know what's going to happen between Real Madrid and Man City next Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll see. And personally, I want to see what's going to happen between Barcelona and Napoli because it's true that Barcelona at home, when they play at their stadium, they played they played really well. So they played play better for sure than when they play out. The results are there, so you can 
we can prove that. But, uh, well, in the news for the people that don't know that because of this coronavirus thing. Yeah. So I want to see how they will react to that because they are not, um, obviously, they are not used to that situation. And I don't know if that will maybe, as we said, disconnect a bit the the players because it's true that when you play at home, there's a bit a big advantage from the uh, the other team because you have the crowd and they are supporting you. So in, that, in some way, like it's, you know, kind of energy to to just continue to to go to the look for the win or for the comeback comeback depending on the the situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely think that I think the Real Madrid Manchester City match is the most important yeah. match. Well, um, also of the next little the Juve Leon because Leon won one zero is also going to be interesting because Juve has to, has to come back. But we'll see if they play the match because, for example, the Europa League matches that are uh, having some Italian teams with the Spanish teams that are uh, Sevilla against Roma and Getafe against Inter de Milan. They are not playing. Getafe mm. said that they are not traveling to Milan, and the, the Rome said that they are not traveling. They are not traveling to oh, wow. to Sevilla. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but there, for me, are the two matches that are most interesting. One in terms of players and in terms of quality of the match, it seems that it's gonna be it's gonna be better. Yeah. So so right now, uh, Man City is up. Uh, two to one on the aggregate, right? Yeah. So, so, so Real Madrid has to score two goals um, to get ahead, at least. Um, so that that'll be that'll be really interesting to see. And but I believe Barcelona is um, ahead of Napoli right now. Yeah, because right? they won. They they tied one one, but because of the goals, the uh, yeah go away goals. goals. If they if this yeah. the second leg match finishes. Zero zero, they like Barcelona will. So Napoli is obliged to just score at least one one goal. Yeah, and then and then um, we should talk about Paris Saint Germain as well. Um, uh, Neymar is playing really really well. Yeah. They they're looking like a really good team. Probably the best they've looked in in two or three years, possibly. Well, for, so yeah. they, they could they, uh, they could be another dangerous team to look at. Who not a lot of people might have yeah for them. sure they are the the best team of the last years because they're the the first time that they they passed through the the first uh, round you know they're the first time they yeah. achieved the quarterfinals yeah. because they the last against Barcelona Real Madrid last year against Manchester United so for sure they are the best team we'll see because you know it's true that when we watch a person your man match. We can see their best version, but at the same time, we can see a version of them that just is just uh, worrying, you know. So we'll yeah. see what will what uh, they which team yeah, shows no, up. Also, <laughs> the the team they have to to play against because it's not the same to play against Leith, yeah. Leith Peak or Atlanta to to play against uh, Atletico Madrid or to play against Barcelona, Juve, Real Madrid, Manchester City. So that. Changes a bit the the situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh man, very, very, very good. What, what, what's your prediction for the um, for the matches next week between between Real Madrid and then um, the Barcelona game match as well? What, who, do you, what do you think the scores will be? 
Well, you know, it's difficult because uh, I think, well, I think if the Juve, well, we're going to be from the easiest ones to the difficult ones. Uh, personally, I think that Juve is going to come back and they're going to win. Not easy, but, you know, yeah. 3-0, for example, to Leon, they're going to, yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> he, he always appears in those matches. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Bayern is going to win quite easy to Chelsea, maybe 2 0, and they're going to be, or 2 1, and up, yep. you know, but Bayern is going to pass uh, to the next round. I think Barcelona will win. Not so easy. Maybe 2 1, maybe 1 0, but they will win. And, you know, I don't know what to say about Real Madrid because, because <laughs> you know, we can, I don't know what version of Real Madrid we're going to see. We can we can see the one yeah. that they showed uh, us in, against Barcelona. With that version, I would say yeah, for sure, Real Madrid uh, will pass the, to the next round because uh, if we take that version from Real Madrid and we take the version of Man City that played against Man United this weekend, for sure you will say you will say, well, it's impossible Real Madrid to not pass the the to the quarterfinals, but then. You can find the version of Man City that was uh, that they played at Bernabeu, and you can find the version of Real Madrid that they played this weekend and against Betis in the Liga. And also, it was impossible. Man City didn't, didn't don't pass the <laughs> to the next round. So I don't freaking know what's going to happen. <laughs> and and that's why I think it's going to be one yeah. of the best, one of the best matches because we really don't know what's going to happen. It's really important to, um, to Real Madrid if they are able to score. The first half, not really um, at the beginning, but just in the first half, you know, to go to the um, to halftime with zero uh, one in the the score, that will make like yeah. the, just have forty five minutes to score one goal, and maybe that oblige Man City to this control a bit and uh, try to look for a goal, and also the Real Madrid could have their opportunity. We'll see what happens. It's really, really difficult to yeah, predict. Yeah, and and who knows? I mean, maybe this time next week they will have decided, hey, we're going to take a break from Champions League and we'll come yeah, back in we'll. June because of everything that's going on. Totally, we don't totally. know. We don't know what's going to happen, totally. right? We don't know. Um, and and also, I mean, I know that there's been there's been some injuries. Uh, I know that uh, Kevin De Bruyne is he's not injured, but he's been um, they're they're not for sure if he's going to be able to play, play next sure. week. Big, big players, players will always sacrifice to play these games. If they're a bit injured, they will play also. So, yeah, yeah, and that's really why uh, why I hope that Juventus and and Barcelona move on because the uh, the Champions League is so much more fun. Totally, with the big players totally. with Messi, with, yeah. with Ronaldo, um, and and it was it was a lot more fun, fun with Liverpool. I mean, one thing that's surprising about Liverpool is. They were one of the most consistent teams. You know, we we, we talk about how yeah. with Real Madrid, you don't know which which team's gonna sh- which, which team's gonna show up, right? With with Manchester City, they can be inconsistent. But even with yeah. Barcelona, sometimes if Messi doesn't show up, they don't do well. Um, and that was the one thing about Liverpool was whether it's Premier League or it was Champions League, they always showed up and they always played their best, which is why it was just it's so surprising to see them be, be out so early. So I think which whichever team can consistently perform well at a high level. Is going to make it the furthest, and right now it's it's looking like Barcelona is one of those teams. Yeah, they've been ba- consistent. Bayern Munich, uh, uh, a really good version. Yeah. Bayern Munich, yeah, and 
the, win, the winner I, of the Real Madrid Man City match also is going to be a the candidate yeah. for the winning the yeah one of the best yeah most consistent yeah. Oh yes, and uh, well, we can move on to the yeah. NBA a little bit now. It's also obviously a very, very exciting time in the NBA um, with everything that's going on. Uh, n- n- we can, we can kind of leave leave the coronavirus <laughs> stuff out for a little bit and just talk about what's for going sure. On the court. I prefer to talk about what's happening in the court. Yes, the virus is a bit just like boring. <laughs> yeah, so all day. It it's a big yeah. uh, like big war, a bit more worrying out there because we'll have a bit higher number of cases, like. The news, if you uh, yeah. turn on the news, you always see this thing. Like, they are always, man, just change a bit the topic. There are more happening, month, more things <laughs> in the world. Not on the... Yeah. We, we, yeah. We, all, we all know what's going on. We're sick of, we're sick of hearing about it. So, yeah, and I, I agree. Um, so, there's been some interesting things going on in, in the NBA, especially with the, the two biggest teams, between the Bucks in the East and the Lakers in the West. Um, Giannis, Giannis uh, yeah. Antetokounmpo is injured. The Bucks have lost four in a row, and the Lakers, meanwhile, have been really, really, really good. They beat the Bucks last weekend. Yeah. They beat the Clippers this week, and LeBron. A lot of people are talking about him back in the MVP conversation. So for you right now, who who is the MVP? Uh, I think that Yanis, but because uh, not only I was going to talk about it, but you just got over it with an, with another view. But I was going <laughs> to, to talk about that. For me, Janis, but because one, th- because of one thing, he just demonstrated this for for last uh, matches, for games, that without yeah. him, but the Bucks are just a really normal team. So the importance in the team, because yeah, it's true that LeBron also, but I think they're not in the same level. You know, if LeBron misses some games, the Lakers with Anthony Davis, with you know, they have some things to to not obviously not be at the level of Clippers or Nuggets. But to win, they could win, for example, Dallas or Houston without LeBron, you know. But Bucks, yeah, if they don't have Janis, uh, they will. They are able to lose with most of the teams of the league. Just forget about Knicks, Cleveland, Atlanta. Yeah, but because that uh, Warriors, because that teams, but you know, and that for me is really important to get the, the decision of the MVP. But we'll see if Antero gets or continues injured the last, for some weeks. Maybe the, the yeah the career changes, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's, it's important to realize that when we talk about the MVP or who's going to get the MVP, there's a yeah. lot of different ways to look at it. Um, I, I think obviously, you know, technically the way to talk about it is for the most valuable player. The first, like you were saying, um, with Giannis, they are amazing with him, and they are average, if not a little bit under, less than average without him. So that that, that would fulfill the definition of valuable. Or there's there's the other definition of the best player, right? Um, and so th- then that's when you look at games like last Friday when Giannis was playing, the and LeBron was playing. And the Lakers went against the Bucks, and LeBron looks like the better player. Um, and then there's the whole talking about storylines, talking about narratives, and how LeBron thirty you know, I don't know um, years he's yeah yeah exactly he's 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 35 years old in his 15, 15 16 season. Um, the Lakers didn't make, didn't make the playoffs last year. He was a little bit injured. 
and he comes back and he does this. Gets them the number one seed in the West, uh, beating really, really good teams night after night. And so it's more of like, oh, like, it feels right. You know, it makes sense because he has, like, the well, storyline behind him. So I think it's important to recognize there's a lot of different ways to look totally, at Totally, but, you know, you said that, for example, precision in the West... It's a, it's a bit tricky because uh, the Clippers with uh, the large management with Kawhi and that they're not playing at the le- level at their highest point, and we will see in the playoffs. That's my opinion. Maybe we don't know what was the version that we will see in of the Clippers in the playoffs, but I personally think that we are going to see our highest versions with all the players with Lou Williams, Harold, Paul George, uh, Kawhi, like playing much more minutes than the ones that are playing. Now, yeah. because Kawhi has demonstrated that he's going to play uh, a high number of uh, games because he will get injured. So, that has a bit of uh, a trick with the positions. But, yeah, also like the talked about the Bucks-Lakers game, but we can, uh, because of the hours of the game, I could watch the Lakers-Clippers of the last Sunday because it was here like in 8, 30 p.m. from Spain. Okay. So it was a really, really good uh, time. And you know that win of the Lakers changed a bit of my mind when if you ask me if an impossible uh, conference final between Lakers and Clippers. That changed a bit of my mind because before that game, I would say, yeah, for sure Clippers because they played two games. They won the two games. And the Lakers, had, in those, those two games, I didn't find any moment that I could say, well, they could win, you know? Like, yeah, I was always sure that the Clippers would win, and on Friday, on Sunday, sorry, uh, they had moments where they came back. They were playing. It's true they were playing on the staples, but the the local ones were the Clippers. Mm. The crowd was mainly uh, <laughs> all Lakers, <laughs> mainly supporting Clippers. It's true that in like uh, in yeah. TV, I could watch many yellow T-shirts, but mainly were they were supporting Clippers. So yeah. when I think that. And the confidence for the Lakers thinking in the playoffs, it would be really, really important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's um, that's that's been a fascinating conversation all year, the Battle of L.A., and it's only going to get more and more intense as we get closer to the playoffs, right? Because the, the playoffs, like you said, that's when the Clippers come alive. That's when Kawhi starts playing more minutes. Hopefully, um, you know, it'll be really interesting to see what, happen- what happens with Paul George. Because he's been playing really well the last couple of weeks. But as we know, he's had some injuries. Last year in the playoffs, he had a really, really bad injury in that round um, against the... It was against the Clippers, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the so. Thunder versus Clippers? Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, I hope, he, I hope he can stay healthy. But you never know what's going to happen. Um, and then... And yeah, so it, um, it's a really good point, though, that, you know, the, the regular season, you know, might, might not mean quite as much. Uh, as, as the playoffs, so it'll be really interesting to see how things how things change in a month or so. Yeah. Uh, but talking going going back to the Eastern Conference for a second, um, Jason Tatum, he's amazing. <laughs> he, he, a lot he of, is amazing. Yeah. He played. I I don't know if you watched the last game. I think it was between Celtics and Lakers. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. A, he, he played with. Ago. Yeah, yeah, he played without Kemba. In some way, he played. Uh, Almost alone, because without Kemba, the Celtics like get a 
they, as you said, get more near to the average as a team. Yeah. But he played. He's playing the last weeks. Amazing. I had I had a question. If yeah. you had to tell me right now, what is which play is the best right now today for the NBA? For me, Tatum main, mainly or like uh, minimum is in the top three nowadays. Just nowadays. Because right. Jan is out. Yeah, Rockets I, I, are like, well, yeah. we don't know exactly where they are. So, <laughs> for me, he's in the middle of the top three. Yeah, he's he's been, he's been playing really, really, really well. Um, yeah, he's he, he kind of looks like it's almost like Kawhi yeah. a little bit, um, but a, but a little bit quicker. Obviously, a little bit. I mean, he's younger <laughs> still, so he's a little more athletic. Um, but yeah, he's just been on fire. He's been. His shot has looked really, really good. He's hitting those threes, step back threes, yeah. pull up threes, wherever he wants to. Um, and he look. It also looks like, kind of like you were saying, he knows yeah. that he's the man now, right? Um, I've talked a, little, a few times about this on my blog about how important it is for a team to figure out who their yeah. guy is, who's the main guy, right? And it was we we thought it was going to be Kemba for a little while because yeah. he was uh, yeah. he was an all star before. He's getting paid a lot of money. He's taking Kyrie Irving's place, but then it looks like in the past couple weeks or months, the player the team has just said, "You know what? It's, yeah. it's it's Tatum. He's he's playing the best, and he the way he plays now, you can kind of see it in his eyes. The way he takes over the game, the way he um, this like how serious he takes it on both ends. His defense has been really really good recently too. Um, so that's been really really cool to see." Um, how how someone transforms from being a young role player into fully owning being the man of the team, you know? Yeah. And man, you know. Uh, so um, uh, I yeah. I wanted to ask you if because I personally some like to a certain point, but I've observed that. Well, you said that he's similar to Kawhi, just to, to, uh, to close that point. I think that it's a mix between Kawhi and Kevin Durant. Like you know, Ooh. if you mix both players, like the way uh, for me, because he has a really big uh, hands, you know, like also um, both Kawhi and also Kevin Durant like yeah. is quite big, so yeah, quite tall. Also, like he and he's faster than for me, faster than Kawhi. So in some way, it's yeah. a bit, a bit uh, like a mix, but also. Um, I think that he's playing really well I, I, until a certain point, as I said before, because he has to upload the, like, uh, he's looking for a new contract with the Celtics. He he wants uh, the Celtics mm. to pay him the maximum contract. And there could be a reason, you know? We all know that the players, when they are in the last contract year, uh, they play their better level. So... Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope that's not the reason, though. I, I hope that this is more of a a, 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 per, a permanent change, right? Because if that if that was the case, he's going to get his contract, and then yeah. next year he goes back to being whoever he was before. Yeah, but he doesn't we... play defense, whatever, you know? So, I mean, I see, I see what you're saying, and I think it's true. I think that players, that does motivate them a little bit more. Um, but, I, but I hope it, it continues. Yeah, but if you observe, like, Tatum career, the first, the, his rookie year, it was really good. Really, really good. Really, not but obviously, obviously now, now this is better, but really similar to now this this season. Last year, he di almost disappeared. 
and this year now he appears again, man, minimum I will think about the region. But not only because stadium, because of because of all the players in the NBA, they all all do the same. It's a bad reason, obviously. Yeah. It's a bad reason. I hope, as you said, it's just permanent because looking of the because it will be a good, really good news for the for the NBA. But man, <laughs> these players, they, the money is really important for them. Oh, of course, of course. Um, and I wonder because I, I also, I mean, we've all noticed that. He was really good his first year, not as good last year, and really good this year. I wonder how much of it well, has to do really with Kyrie impressive. Irving. With, with, with how he... Because really, Kyrie didn't play very much Tatum's first year, especially the playoffs. He wasn't really there. Uh, and then last year, we know that you know Kyrie wasn't the best leader. Wasn't He wasn't the best influence in the locker room a lot of times. Um, and then he just left, so... You know, maybe that was that could have been part of the reason. I don't, I don't want to start any rumors or whatever, but I, I've I've heard some people talk about that 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 Kyrie, you know, can kind of he takes a lot of the attention. He can he can kind of you know mix things up and create conflict or whatever. So no, was, um, maybe that was part of the reason. And uh, for example, now they don't have Al Horford. Like they are not so obliged to play. They can play more outside, yeah. like a bit more the Tatum's game. Yeah. Not small, a small ball because small ball, uh, they play yeah. with ties, but in some way to play more similar to the Rockets. Yeah, and I would like more to ask out, you, more outside, what is your yeah. opinion about this new model the Rockets are playing now? Because it's really similar. <laughs> you know, I also watch the uh, European basketball. It's, it's really similar to that because yeah. here in Europe we have uh, not so taller players, not so uh, quicker players. The only difference is the here in Europe, we we, I said we because as if I played, but uh, they don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're there, you're, you're, you're there. I they get don't um, <laughs> try to, they don't look so much for the threes, is the only difference. But it's really similar to the yeah. European model of basketball, or the not the European, the FIBA, you know, the ones that we see in the Olympic Games or in the World Cups. So yeah. The, so the, I would ask you. Team. Yeah. I would like to ask you how the do you see there, like in the USA, that new new way of playing basketball. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know, um, I, I'm. I. It is. Re- it's really interesting to hear from your point of view that it's similar to European basketball. I, I'm surprised that they don't shoot as many threes in Europe, though, because I thought that that kind of like. Uh, small ball, spread the floor, you know, do a more perimeter game. I thought that would be more European. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with the Rockets, um, uh, I'll, I'll be completely honest, you know. I'm, well, not, I'm not a big fan of the Rockets. <laughs> they're, 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 they're a, a rival of the Spurs. You know, they're only three hours away from here. Uh, we've played them a lot, especially in the playoffs. Um, and I, I respect James Harden. He's obviously a great player. Um, but I – it's looking like now it's you know they they started out okay after they traded away Capella they won you know four or five games in a row but then it kind of came crashing down again and it's not really working as well so it's almost like okay was it just a gimmick teams figured it out pretty quickly and I'm I still I'm very very doubtful you know that it will work but I think the Rockets problem is a bit deeper like I think the the best version we saw of the Rockets is 
just with a big star, like just with one star, just Harden, and the rest of the the, yeah. the team has to be compliments for Harden. Harden, uh, Chris Paul in the moment, uh, Eric Gordon, Capella, you know, players that compliment him because he wants too much the ball. And with Westbrook, it's true that they are friends. It's true that they have a really good relationship, and obviously that helps. But I think that the problem is there because they don't finish like they don't complement as well as they could do it with other t- uh, teammates in other in other teams. For example, Westbrook with in the in Oklahoma is a totally different Westbrook than the one we have seen in in the Rockets and the Harden. The, we've seen the Rockets before Westbrook is totally different than the one we have seen since Westbrook this season. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely I definitely agree that the problem is it lies there between Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Um, when when they first, um, over the last couple months or the last month maybe, um, when, when Westbrook, he started taking less three-pointers and he started going – basically just going to the paint, just driving it, passing it, getting rebounds, whatever. And they were like, oh, you know what? He's going to be a lot better. It's going to work. And But one thing that they kept mentioning was I listened to the um, the Bill Simmons podcast, and he said, you know, every month this, this season, Russell, Russell, Russell yeah. Westbrook has taken more shots. He's averaged more shots every season. And, like, I don't – that's not a good thing. You know, at some point, it's going to get to the yeah. point where it's, it's too many shots. He's taking too many shots away from James Harden. And, you know, James Harden needs the ball in his hands. He has to be the main facilitator, has to be the primary ball handler. And so I, I'm very, I mean, like I said, you know, skeptical, doubtful, dubious, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out very well. I mean, obviously they have great players. I, I, I like Robert Covington. I think P.J. Tucker it can be really, really good to a team as well. But there, there, there's a reason yeah. that the Mavericks have Porzingis, right? There's a reason, there's a reason that... Um, the Clippers have Zubats. There's a reason that the the Lakers have um, Anthony Davis. You know, there's a reason these really really good teams have big guys. Um, sometimes you just you need someone to get rebounds. The the Rockets are getting out rebounded really really badly. Um, yeah, sure they're making three pointers, but they're not getting rebounds, and that's gonna sooner Man, or later. And we can take gonna, a look to the last the winner of the NBA, the Raptors last the Raptors last year last year they had they had. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gasol, Gasol, Siakam, and Ibaka. The three yeah. are big guys. It's true that the three can shoot, yeah. they shoot from outside. It's true that they can sp- play in a kind of small ball, like with the four and the five outside. Yeah, totally true. But they have three big guys to play the playoffs. And the one, the one thing that I would wanted to ask you, like to come back to the West Conference and the the topic of the Clippers and the version we will see in the playoffs, like. Last year, when the playoffs started, if I ask, if I've asked you, do you think the Raptors have any opportunity to win the playoffs? Question to me, I said no, because we didn't know knew the version about mm. Kawhi, and Kawhi was just, just amazing. Yeah, it's true that they had a bit of luck with that shot in the last second with against the Sixers. Yeah, but there are the that's the <laughs> details that have the, make the difference between. The teams that became uh, the championship champion and the ones that just uh, get out of the conference final or even the even in the NBA finals. So you know, we'll see. But yeah, uh, for sure, I think that if 
any all these these big teams need a big man. Lakers, uh, Harold in some way in the Clippers, Jokic, yeah, Gobert, Porzingis, but uh, no, not only Porzingis in the, <clears throat> in, yeah, also Clippers. You said Clipper, and Kleber. now he's uh, he's out, but uh, Powell also was a big guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it is. It's it's really. I think it's it's super important still. And yeah. like you mentioned, in the Celtics, they have twice. Janis. Um, the, <laughs> Janis. Um, the Bucks. The, the, the Bucks obviously have Giannis, but they also yeah. have uh, the Lopez brothers, Robin and Brooke Lopez. Um. So yeah, I think I think it's pretty established that at least for now you need a big guy because here here's what's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Every team except for the Rockets has a big guy, so they match up in the playoffs. And if the Rockets go against somebody who has a big guy, sorry, you're at a disadvantage. You know, they they have to go against a team that doesn't have a big man, and that's just not going to happen yet. Yeah. Maybe it happens five years from now. I and, don't know. Oh, you just I'm right going to look to the to the classification right now. Now, like the if the the regular season finishes now, like just uh, look, take a look. The they would um, had a the first game against Denver. Jokic is going to be the MVP of the NBA of the NBA just in the that four games because all the balls for him, all the balls inside, the rebounds. I don't know. He can finish the game with 30 rebounds because nobody is going to look for that rebound in Houston. So, and and uh, yeah, talk if they uh, play against Utah, Gobert. That is like it's really more important inside than Jokic because Jokic can play outside. Jokic give. Assists, you know, it's a big guy, but it's a different play. A player from Gobert. Gobert, like if I, they uh, play against Houston and any leg of the playoffs, you know, just bo the ball to Gobert inside, please, and just get two and then two. <laughs> yeah, the two, two and the two. Just dunk two. it. Because we just want dunk. He's unstoppable with that uh, version and with that strategy. Of the Rockets, Gobert is unstoppable. So I don't know what they are looking for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to uh, sign off in a little bit here, but I just wanted to um, get you know a, a few quick predictions about how things are going to lay out in the West, or sorry, in the NBA in general. You just talked about the the the, the playoff matchups right now. It's it, it would go Lakers against the Grizzlies. Clippers against the Mavericks, Nuggets against the Rockets, and Jazz against the Thunder. Um, I've been kind of disappointed with the Jazz. They haven't been looking really great over the last little bit. Um, but I think I think they'll play okay in the playoffs. Um, but I, I, in, my, in my opinion, it, it's going to come down to Lakers and Clippers um, on that side. Who do you think makes uh, the you know, finals in the West? I just have a um, big, like, well, it's more than a dream than a possible uh, option. But I think that there's got there's not going to be the the typical final between LA because some team not I don't know exactly if Denver or Utah I don't know but one of those teams is going mm. to just uh, get rid of even the Lakers or the Clippers I think that is mm, Lakers have a big uh, probability in that term so in this case it will be Utah but. We don't know because we don't know it's gonna how it's gonna finish because between uh, Dallas and 
Yuda uh, that is the, they are Dallas is in the seventh, seventh position, and Yuda is in the fourth. They are really three three games of different yeah. difference. So you know, if that, yeah, Dallas if they get five, it's a good point. Race, for example, they are just going to get up and maybe they can finish it four, yeah. in, the, in the fourth position. So we don't know how it's going to finish. And in the in the rest, and I after this I would like to hear your predictions. Uh, I think the Milwaukee for sure. Yeah. And I will uh, think that against Miami. Okay. Yeah. Um, in, in the East, so I, I, I always forget about the Raptors. Um, yeah, after much. Kawhi left, you know, everybody thought they weren't going to be as good. But they're, they're number two right now. And they look really, really, really good. Um, and so yeah, I, I was going to say Bucks celtics but then I looked and I saw the Celtics are third. And the Raptors are second, so you know. I think any of those three Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, there they'll probably be in the conference finals. If I had to say right now, I'd probably say Celtics, just because of Jason yeah. Tatum. I think Tatum is better than Siakam right now, so that would probably that would be the matchup there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope that you're right. I hope that there's some kind of a upset or one of the other teams in the West makes a run, because right now it's looking like it'll be it's going to be pretty. Um, What's the word like? Uh, like traditional, you know. It, it, it's not going to be anything too crazy. Lakers, Clippers, and then Bucks, Bucks, Celtics, or Bucks, Raptors in the East. Um, but then, uh, so for a finals matchup, you know, if, if we say, you know, um, like if, I, I guess the, the one that would make the most sense is Bucks, Lakers, right? But it doesn't happen very often that it's the one seed versus the one seed, so it, it could it could change easily. Nowadays, who, who do you think Bucks is going to make all the way to the finals? Sure. Now, nowadays, for sure, because yeah, as soon as, uh, okay. as I said okay. before, the last game between Lakers and Clippers changed me a bit of like my opinion. But I think that yeah, the players are different. I think, but the players the, are different. Um, the Clippers are really good, like as a team, you know, not only with stars, but they also like they have really good team. Lou Williams, Harrow, they are really really good complements, and in the playoffs, they are really good players. For example, like. I think I, I love you. You all know I love uh, Luca, for sure. But I think that, yeah, I think he yeah, will have problems <laughs> in the playoffs because if now he's just uh, talking in the press about the referees, the last well, it's true that the last game I guess in the end it was a bit of a joke, but <laughs> he's just uh, talking about that the playoffs yeah. the defenses are more intense, and I think that he will have uh, some problems and also Dallas. Um, they are, it's true that they are the best team, in, if we talk just in offensive terms, but they are one of the worst teams in clutch moments. Mm. That is really important in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they showed last night they lost against the Spurs. That was they were not very good in that fourth quarter. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I trust the um, the 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 experience and the clutch factor like you're talking about with the Mavericks. Uh, if I, I I'm gonna pick a bit of a uh, of a a crazy finals, not crazy, but um, I'm gonna predict Raptors Clippers. Um, I think it'll be interesting if Kawhi were to go up against his old team, Kawhi versus Siakam. You got Patrick Beverly versus Kyle Lowry. Um, you got Paul George versus Van Fleet if he can get healthy. Because we we don't know if Giannis is going to get really healthy over the next little bit. If, I'm I'm sure he does, but you know maybe he'll be a little bit shaken up in the playoffs still. So Raptors, Raptors yeah. Clippers. Well, if that's, we that's my fun, fun prediction for the finals. <laughs> it's going to be not but fun like about funny, but also fan like a, a Luca fan. 
I will say Dallas against you know, Miami because I, I like really the, the basketball Miami play. It's really, really funny. Really offensive, you know, with Jimmy Butler, Adebayo, I, Kendrick Dunn also. They're, well, the... Yeah. Yeah, Duncan Robinson also. Uh, Duncan Robinson. Really, they <laughs> play really... Um, Fanny basketball, offensive basketball, I think that it good, it's good, could be a really interesting uh, final. Not in defensive terms, obviously, but... Yeah. Right. A lot of three-pointers, a lot of offense, a lot of scoring. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, that yeah, that, that would sure be a fun one. Um, I, I hope that there's some craziness in the playoffs. I think there will yeah. be. Hey, I mean, the season's already been crazy enough uh, with everything that's going on, both on and off the court. Who knows what's going to happen in the next month? So we'll have to get back yeah. on here in a little bit and talk some more about it as, as yeah, we for sure. uh, find out more about Champions League Again. and the NBA. So thanks for coming on, Alex. Uh, good luck with your studies, with your online studies. And uh, I'll give well, you the sure. final for word me, today it's a pleasure to send one last here. message. Thank you, uh, Caleb, for just inviting me a second time. I want to thank you all, guys, because you didn't criticize, criticize me a, a, a lot of, about my English. Well, it's not my first language, so <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's difficult for me, but it's always it's a pleasure. <laughs> and just remind you that you can, well, Caleb will uh, post my Twitter on my, my Twitter account on the, yeah. And also I have a post, podcast, it's, I'll tag about, you. it's in Spanish, and about football, so, well, soccer in, in Madrid, but if you want to follow it, it's uh, Football Capital in Spotify, or just... Uh, and Football Capital in Twitter. You can find us there and well, you're all invited to hear us. We are, you all, all are invited to just comment or some things. And Well, thank you again. And I hope we repeat uh, before the playoffs and before the quarterfinals for sure. Okay, yeah, let's do it for sure. Um, yeah, check out his podcast, guys, for you Spanish speakers. Uh, he knows a lot more about football and soccer than I do. So check that out and uh, I'll make sure to tag you. Thanks for following guys. We'll.